in Acts 5, um, the, uh, the apostles have just been called out again. They've been put in prison again. They've been, they've been asked to not speak the name of Jesus again. Uh, like this is, I mean, we're only in Acts chapter 5, and this is like the third or fourth time that they've been warned, and they've been beaten, and they've been told not to, to speak the name of Jesus and uh, and and yet they keep going at it. And in and in five it says this: they're they're standing uh, in the presence of the Jewish leaders, okay, the the Jewish council. And the Jewish council uh, basically represents the 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 religion of that day. All right, they're the ones that set the rules. They're the ones that said you can do this and and you can't do that. And this is what church should look like. And this is what church shouldn't look like. And this is how you worship and so on and so forth. So they're standing before the Jewish council saying, Jesus is the son of God. And the council saying, no, they're not. No, he's not. And, uh, but, but they can't kill him because they've done some miracles. They've, they've done some, some pretty cool things through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And they know that a riot will start if they kill these guys. Okay, And so it, it tells them that, that, they, that they warn them not to talk anymore about Jesus. Okay, and in in verse um, uh, 40, it says, when they called in the apostles, they beat them and they charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and they let them go. And then verse 41 says, then they left the presence of the council rejoicing. They left the presence of the council rejoicing. Not because they didn't get killed. Not because the council told them, hey, we're, we're never going to hurt you anymore. You're free. You're safe. But they left rejoicing because they were counted worthy. I want to get to the, the, the next half of the verse here in a minute. I just want to park here for a moment. They left rejoicing. Rejoicing is not just a feeling. It's not just, just an expression of joy because life is good. <laughs> you can tell from the verse, they were just beaten and bloodied. And they were leaving the council rejoicing. There's something deep down inside of them it goes beyond pain, it goes beyond hurt, it goes beyond hardships, it goes beyond the ups and the downs of life. It's this thing called the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Because see, when you're in the face of bullcrap, when your life is on the downturn, you can't, have, you can't be happy. You can't have happiness, but you can have joy. Because, see, the difference between happiness and joy is joy is a choice. You become empowered by the Holy Spirit when you face an adversity, and then you choose to allow the Holy Spirit to move. You see the difference? It's not false happiness. It's not hype. We like to think that it's hype, right? 
in church, we say, man, God's good all the time. All times God's good. I'm, everything's fine. My life is good. We put the facade up. This isn't that. <laughs> Rejoicing is a choice. It's a choice to say, my life sucks right now. And it's not fun. And I'm not even really sure whether what's up or down. I feel like my map of north is kind of torn up and I'm not sure where to go or what to do. But I'm going to say, Jesus, have your way. And when you do that, the result is joy. Joy is so much deeper than happiness. It's so much deeper than any emotion that you can conjure up. It's something deep-seated in your soul. Not by your doing, (laughs) but by the Holy Spirit. And that choice will guide you through all of your life experiences. See, some of you today, your life is doing this right here. I mean, it's like carowinds all over again, right? You've hit Thunder Road forward, and you've hit it backward, and you're on that one where they lay down, and, it, and it's spinning left and right, and your life is all over the place. And the highs are really high, and they're so good, and the lows are really low, and you feel like you're just bouncing all over the place. Did you know that no matter what season you're in, you can have joy? You can have joy. Scott chose that, that this was going to be called Now. Now, this series, as we look at Acts. And I want to tell you, now is the time for joy. Now is the time to rejoice. Whether you've got something great going on, whether you feel like you're on cloud nine, or whether you woke up this morning and didn't even want to drag yourself out of, bad, out of bed to get here, now is the time for joy. You know Why? Because there is a lost and dying world that needs hope. They need something to hang on to. And the only hope sometimes that people can have is that which the Holy Spirit empowers us to give away. But how can we give it? If we go, man, I just got beat with rods. (laughs) How can I be happy? How can I have joy? I just got beat. Man, somebody just took my parking spot. I just yelled at my kids this morning. I'm not a great dad. I'm not a great wife. I'm not a fill-in-the-blank, whatever it is. Choose joy. It's so much deeper than the emotions. It's so much deeper than what's going on in your world. You can have joy in the good times. You can have joy in the bad times. Choose joy. Why? Why do you choose joy? Because you're counted worthy. Because you're counted worthy. That's why the disciples just got beat and then they chose to rejoice because they were counted worthy. You know what counted worthy means? It means to accurately assess weight. Now some of us do not want to sit on a scale and accurately assess our weight, right? But that's what it means. It means to to get an exact amount of, of, of whatever it is that you're weighing, to know exactly what it is, and then to go, that's approved. God accurately assesses you for who you are. 
And he says, you're worthy. You're worthy to receive joy. But you got to let him have it. You got to give your life over to him. Every single one of you within the sound of my voice is worthy. Do you know that? No matter what you've done in your life, no matter how good you thought you've lived or how bad you think you've lived, you're worthy. God looks at you and says, I want you to be my son. I want you to be my daughter. And guess what? When you say yes to Jesus and you become a son and a daughter, when you screw up, God says, you're still my son. (laughs) You're still my daughter. You're counted worthy. You are worthy. Some of you today need to know how valuable you are. Some of you need to embrace the value that you bring to walking on the face of this planet. Is anyone in here breathing and taking up space on the world? Then you're valued by our creator. Every single one of us brings value to God's story. It's all God's. Don't get me wrong. Don't flip the script and think this is your story and somehow God's involved in it. Right? It's God's story. And he values you so much that even when you were screwed up and messed up, He said, that son or daughter can be worthy if they just choose me. So I don't know what you came in here bringing today. We're we're counted worthy. Look at this. To suffer dishonor for the name. Like all that that y'all just said, I believe. I believe Jesus coming back. I believe he's the son of God. I believe all of that stuff. The reason we believe it, the reason that God brought his son back down to earth so that you could be counted worthy is so that we can suffer dishonor for the name. Now in America, that looks a little different. I don't know if, if it, it, I don't know if you got beat this morning. I, I didn't. My, my kids did. Um, I beat them on the way. Got to get them in line. But suffer dishonor looks a little bit different in our culture. And here's what it is. I count to, to count something as worthy means to consider it as high value, major, extremely valuable. To suffer dishonor means to consider something as valueless. So let me tell you why. We're called to suffer dishonor is because your name is valueless. Hope City, the name Hope City is valueless. First Baptist, First Methodist, whatever you want to call it, it's all valueless. in comparison to the name of Jesus Christ. That's what we're here for. And see, here's the thing. Like, we just did communion, and some of us can't get past the cross. Like, some of us can't 
like move past the fact that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Some of you are so guilt-ridden and so shame-driven that you are no good to God. You can't be used by Him because you're so guilty. Because you feel so shameful for the things that you've done. Guess what? You're counted worthy. Like, you got to believe that. You have to believe that. And the reason that you've got to believe that is so that your name can get drugged through the mud. And some of us can't get past the cross because we're too stinking prideful. We've got prejudice in our heart. We've got pride built up in our heart. And we think that we're that good. That like somehow if I read enough or I pray enough or I do enough, that God looks at me and goes, dang, he's pretty good. He hasn't sinned in two days. Some of you in this room need to lay your pride down and get let it get drugged through the mud. So that the name of Jesus will shine through us. That's why scripture says we have this treasure in earthen jars. Man, we're the clay jars. We're broken. We're battered. We're messed up. And God takes that and creates something beautiful like a treasure inside it. So I just want to encourage you. You're a treasure holder. Leave this place today empowered by the fact that the Spirit of God goes before you. He's gone after you. He's going to the left side and the right side. He is gone and going with you. Live like that and be willing to suffer dishonor. Who gives a stinking crap what people think about you? When I watch that video, I think people think, man, those guys were nuts. They're freaking smiling after getting beat. But you know what? (laughs) When you're empowered by the Holy Spirit, you're going to do things that people go, y'all are different. That's Hope City. That's what we're called to be. The kingdom of Jesus. So, So here's the deal. If you still have business, if you need to come up and pray or whatever, feel free to do that. All right? But if not, leave today encouraged by the fact that you're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. And if you don't have that and you want it, come talk to us. We'd love to pray with you. We'd love to help you meet Jesus for the first time. Jesus, we love you and we are honored to be a part of this movement. We're honored to be a part of your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father. And so, Lord, I pray that we would walk out of here with an empowering of the Holy Spirit like we have never felt before, Jesus. If there's still business to be done, I pray that we would not move from this seat until you ask us to move, Lord. Help us to be willing to suffer dishonor for your name because that is what we are on this planet for. God, we love you. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Go in the power of the Holy Spirit.